Hello, I'm Avery or Hazel or Kylie. You can just pick one. I don't care. Hello, I am Lily. And welcome to the From the Closet podcast. Today we are covering Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 6. We're nearing the end. Unfortunately. Because, uh... I don't know. I mean, it's good, but... I mean, everything has to come to an end eventually. Yeah, but I don't think... it. We'll probably talk about it more in Season 7, but I don't think ABC was ready for this show to come to an end, artistically hmm. speaking. Um, but we'll get to that. Like, all, all the Marvel shows that were ongoing at the time were cancelled. And it wasn't just Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., it was everything. How fun. Yeah. But, anyway... Uh, obviously, this podcast will contain spoilers for, you know, said season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. If you haven't seen it, once again, I would suggest go watch it. There will be a link in the description below to the Just Watch page for this series, which itself will have links to every place you can rent, purchase, or stream this series on, uh, with price comparisons for renting and purchasing. With that being said... Uh, for us here in the U.S., it's available for streaming on Disney+. Also in the description, you'll find a link to our Patreon, where you can vote on future episodes of this show, as well as get access to episodes before they release, as well as early access to episodes of our sister show, Off the Shelf, which is about books and is exclusive to YouTube and Patreon. Speaking of future episodes, you can join us next week for Cars 3 and The Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, you can also join us next month for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 7. Uh, so, we are very, very much nearing the end here. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, um, also in the description you will find a link to Anchor.fm, which is now Spotify for Podcasters. God, I could not think of how that ended. Uh, Spotify for Podcasters. Uh, it's, uh, which itself will have links to every platform this podcast is on, as well as links to our Instagram and Twitter, where you can be notified when we release a new episode. And for any of you out there who are like, um, actually, it's X. No, it isn't. Um, <laughs> um actually, it no longer exists, in, at least in the next few years or months, give or take. Yeah, we'll see. Uh. But with all that said, please get out if you would like to avoid spoilers, because we are going to start talking about this season now. And actually, I want to start off talking about this season by talking about before this season. So specifically, you're talking about this season before, uh, by not talking about this season. Yeah. Um. So to specify what I mean, I want to talk about the season five recap. Because I watched it, and legit, I was starting to tear up. Uh, like, mm. when they were talking about, like, Coulson dying and stuff. Because, like, goddamn. And, you know, I had mentioned to you how the whole thing with, like, Coulson in the comics is kind of a weird... Uh, kind of a weird topic. Yeah. And the reason why is because he's not originally a comic book character. Hmm. 
He was in the movies first. But then? But then he was added into the comics in 2011. So he'd already huh. been in Iron Man and uh, Thor, and I think he was in Iron Man 2 as well. Um, Avengers was in 2012, so he wasn't in that. But, yeah, um, that's why I said Coulson in the comics is kind of a weird, weird gray area. And also, the storyline that we're taught, we go with here isn't one that's very well known. It's actually hard to find any details about it online. Um, it follow is it like following the monolith uh, shit? Sorry, what? It's following the monolith plotline. Yeah. Um, see, like I knew it was gonna go in this di direction somehow. Um, I wasn't sure how they were gonna handle it because they destroyed the monolith in season five, but whatever. I they mean it. I mean, in the previous season, they even said that the monolith destruction, I mean, there was still remnants of it. Nothing yeah. can be destroyed. Now, there was something interesting about the whole monolith situation in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. that had me seriously questioning things. And it's the monolith from seasons two and three. Hmm. Because that wasn't one of the three that's associated with Izel or Izel or however the fuck you say her name. That one was completely different. And I went back and I looked at, looked at like information and apparently people were saying that that one was created by the Kree. Which is huh. kind of weird. Yeah, no, That's... in fact, that was, um, that was part of the Kree storyline, wasn't it? Yeah, like, I'm not sure, like, that's a whole weird one. I, if I had to guess, they just changed it a little bit. Because <laughs> they didn't want to introduce a whole nother monolith. Yeah, I don't know, it's weird. But, yeah, like, I knew we were going to head in the direction of, like, dealing with the person who created the monoliths, or as we now know them, the Dialis. And that is this weird society of people. Yeah. Or... I mean, it is... I, yeah, technically she didn't make them, but she did create the Shrike, so that's a whole thing. And the sh and the, all the the Shrike was to find the three monoliths. Well, I mean, the purpose of the Shrike seemed to be to just get hosts for um her people. To inhabit, I it's weird. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. But something else I want to highlight in this hmm. season, and it's going to be a thing for next season too, the team at Marvel TV 
didn't really know much about what the movies were going to be doing. Um, and if you notice here, they keep talking about how it's been one year since the previous season. Well, if you remember, the ending of that season also coincided with Infinity War. Though they never actually mention anything about Infinity War either. Yeah, see, that's the thing. The team at Marvel TV didn't know... Like, they knew that that Thanos was going to win, but they didn't know what what was going to happen after that. So they were just kind of hoping that jumping forward one year would be enough. It wasn't. Not so it by leaves a long shot. Yeah, it leaves Agents of Shield season 6 and 7 in a weird situation. There is an in-universe explanation and it's Really a cop-out, but... I mean, whatever. But you just have to assume that none of the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. characters were snapped out of existence. I mean, it's not Which, that big of a, um, a leap in judgment. I mean, it is a little unbelievable, but then again, so is... Like, so is asking people to believe that none of the original six Avengers were snapped out of existence. And that happened in the movie, so... I mean, everyone had a coin flip, right? Yeah. But not just that. Everyone in the entire world is basically Universe. everyone in the entire world versus half of them. all Just half of them. Yeah. Now... People have said it is dispassionate, like, one species could go without a single one of their members vanishing from existence, and another might go totally extinct. So, there is quite a bit of randomness here. It's just, it doesn't feel quite right that they don't address the snap at all. To be fair, they do have other pressing matters. Well, I mean, a mention of it, at least. Yeah. I mean, they just couldn't mention it. Yeah. Because now, they didn't know. To be fair here, they don't interact with the civilian population all that much in this season, and supposedly they don't all... They don't interact with the civilian population all that much next season either. I mean, I don't think it matters if they interact with the next, the civilian population in the next season. Why? Oh, um, because of what happened at the end of the episode. I mean, at the end, we just see an LMD of Coulson. And granted, we also get hints that Fitz and Simmons were traveling through time. Oh yeah, um, a little bit before, uh, no, a little bit after that, where the Empire State Building was still being built.
I also peeked ahead at the next episode description. It was just like one description of they are now back at 1939, I believe. Hmm. So you kind of do have a little bit of spoilers on what's going to be going on here. I mean, I didn't know exactly when the Empire State Building was being built. I guess I do now. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, season seven's going to be heavy time travel stuff. Just like Again. the last season. <laughs> yep. I knew this was coming. There, There's some interesting things that I knew were coming in this season. Like, one, I had seen the scene of the weird zombie Simmons and Framework Fitz, like, making out, and, like, the real Simmons and Fitz seeing it and being like, what the fuck? I had no idea what the other Fitz or Simmons were at the time. I had just seen that scene completely out of context. What a scene. <laughs> yeah, what a scene that was. <laughs> no, I, I love that episode so much. Because that yeah. is, that's just in, that's intense, just peak intense mindfuckery. Indeed. And here's and, some other mindfuckery I want to throw out. Hmm. So they talk about Deke's future no longer existing. You know, the the future where he's from. Yeah. That That's bullshit. Deke's future absolutely still exists. You cannot travel to the past and change the future. You create a new universe and a new future, but that old one still exists. Otherwise, Deke himself could not exist. That And, like, this is just how multiverse theory works. His future is out there somewhere. However, he... I mean, to him, it doesn't exist. Yeah, I mean... It can't I, exist. He can't go I, to it. Hypothetically, yeah, he can't go to it. There, there, w there are ways, like, Miss America could show up and take him there... Mobius could show up and take him there, but in all actuality, we're probably never going to see him again after season seven, so I don't think it matters. Also, how did it just become, like, really big in this world? Sorry, what? What became really big? Uh, uh, uh Deke. Yeah, I mean, he got super rich... Stealing ideas from S.H.I.E.L.D. tech and stuff that he's seen. <laughs> In a year. He got so rich in a year. Damn. I mean, it happens to some people. Apparently it, happened to, it happens to people that are named Deke. I if mean, I'm not too Deke surprised. Out there, um, go start a tech company. I'm not really that surprised that Deke managed to get rich. He was always a conniving sort of dude. <laughs> he knew how to manipulate situations to his advantage. That was very clear in season five. But not very I mean, well. He, 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 
He literally sold Daisy into slavery. He knew how to manipulate situations. I, I don't find him manipulating people very well. <laughs> yeah. I gotta say, though, um, there are some things about this season, like... I do like more than season five, but I do think seasons four and five are better. Um, I think, yeah, I, I don't think this season has like a super major flaw, like what season five had with Cassius. Um, but overall but, it's just not yeah. as fun as season five. I mean, I feel like the most like interesting episodes in season six are, the, um, you know, taking a look at, uh, Fitz and Simmons' brains, and, um, there's some others. I really enjoy, I can't uh, Sarge and his crew. <laughs> like, Snowflake was a very fun character for me. I loved her. You're gonna turn into a nice little butterfly. <laughs> yeah. Is it funny? Don't. Don't worry, know, you'll be a butterfly. Which I don't know how she knows what a butterfly is. Apparently there are butterflies on whatever planet she's from. Oh, but, by the way, apparently, um, so I was looking it up on some Marvel Wikipedia. And I forgot which page mentioned it as... Can I please not sneeze? In the middle of recording. <coughs> Inconvenience. Wow. Okay, sorry. Um, I forgot what Wikipedia page called... No, Wiki... Marvel Wiki page called it. But one led a... A link. And it was called... Whatever it's called. The Nightmare uh, Dimension. Of course, when he actually took it, the actual page was called... What was her fucking name again? Izo? Yeah, Izo's Realm. Yeah. Is so, that... how did this play out in the comics? I haven't read this storyline. I just read a summary back in the day. So... Ah. And... Like I said, it's hard to find any information on this storyline because it wasn't a very big one. And you have no idea how many fucking comics there are. Like, Jesus Christ. Okay, so how was the summary? Just basically like this? What, about what happened? Well, for starters, it was years ago, so it, it, it feels like basically it was the same. Um, I don't think the monoliths had ever been destroyed in the comics, so there was that whole thing. Um, I don't think Coulson was nearly as involved. Daisy might have been the director instead of Mac. I'm not sure. Things... There's a lot of random differences just in general, and I'm yeah. not sure when exactly this storyline took place. Um... I think a lot of things just happened all at once, and I don't, like, for stars, I don't actually remember how, 
or like how much time uh, Fitz and Simmons had to go back in time. See, the fun thing is, okay, I, I, I one thing I do want to say is I very much love that we didn't just get Fitz back immediately, and I also love that they made the whole situation with his death actually still have consequences. Like, I, I had hoped that when they brought him back, that there was going to be some kind of tension there, and him having to deal with the things that he missed. Um, because I felt like it was entirely possible that they could have just done a whole situation where everything gets explained to him off screen, and then some other character is speaking to Simmons and is like, oh, uh, how's he taking in everything? Oh, he's sad, but it, it, he'll get through it or whatever. Like, I, mean, I could have seen that. Death, like, the fifth death in this part was only meant for, um, um, because they couldn't just have two fits in the same world. However, they did use it to, uh, some sort of narrative, uh, degree. No, they, they very clearly knew what they were doing. Um, they wanted this to not only be a thing for, like, story purposes, just in terms of, like, the actual plot, but they also wanted it to be there for, like, individual character development, character relationship development. Um, I thought it was great. Uh, Enoch, who was great in the last season, is also great in this season. Oh, absolutely. So, like, at least there's that constant. And then, of course, we have the characters who are always great. Um, Yo-Yo, Daisy, Mac. Although, Mac hasn't always been great. I did find myself getting annoyed with him in Season 2. But, I mean, this is not Season 2 anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, I bet the characters switch to a Season 2. <laughs> Hell, a lot of the characters from season two aren't even here anymore. Like, we don't have Bobby and Hunter. Gonzalez actually showed up and died in season two. Ward <laughs> hasn't been around for multiple seasons now. Trip, uh, I mean, Agent Trip, he died, and then we saw him again in the framework. Uh, but that was it. But yeah, um, I had told you during our season five recap that hmm. I knew multiple characters who had died in season five were coming back in some form. So yeah, Fitz, Coulson, Flint. <laughs> Technically, it happened. Okay. Technically, Coulson didn't really come back until the very end. Yeah. And that, even then, that's a what the entire 
fuck? Yeah, they made also, an LMD of Coulson, so, like, that's a whole thing. To be fair, um, it's, like, way better than any other of the LMD kind. Yeah, I mean, this one wasn't made from the Darkhold. Presumably. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Because, and... uh, good lord, that Darkhold stuff was messy. They even referenced it in the whole, like, Fitzsimmons mind prison, which I thought was crazy. I love how it's like, uh, what book is this? Uh, closes it. Uh, no, no, that bad book. That's a bad book. <laughs> yeah. I, I like, uh, uh terrible, uh, has bad ending. No, you don't want to read that. <laughs> yep. You know, I, I love the mindfuckery there. I'm kind of intrigued that they didn't mention the method of time travel that ends up being used in Avengers Endgame. Because from what I understand, it does get introduced in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. first. So I suppose we will be seeing that in Season 7. Which, with Agent Coulson, again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not upset that they've made a Coulson. Yeah, I'm not upset that they've made a Coulson LMD. I'm gonna be honest, because it's just so, it's just so fun to watch Clark Gregg act. He is so good. Oh no! Have no watching, um, watching him in uh, Sarge. Which is so fun. Yes, agreed. But he's also fun as Phil Coulson, too. I mean, he is a and great actor. Especially, like, he gets Agent Coulson's mannerisms down, while also just being a completely, you know, different character with different goals. Yeah. And, like, the whole the whole idea here was that the, the monoliths created a double of Coulson and sent it back in time and somewhere out into space. And this non-corporeal being who was apparently at some point in a relationship with Izel possessed this double of Coulson and also oh, forgot everything I about who so it was. Horny for him. That Sorry, all what? Makes sense now. I was like, oh, that's why she was so horny for him. <laughs> yeah. Like, that is, a, that is a crazy story that they were dealing with here, and I was wondering where the hell they would go with it. Uh, I suppose... Way, because, wow. Yeah. I suppose I didn't need to reveal in last season that the third monolith was for creation because they figured that out on their own here. And they also, um, yeah, no, was, was in a fear realm, um, the monolith was just creating things. Oh, yeah. Silly. <laughs> so, 
So uh, not surprised there. I did love, you know, just going back to the whole thing of like everything that was going on during that time during season five. I did love that they brought back the whole thing of like Simmons knowing that Fitz was like hearing the voice of the framework fits. Oh yeah. Which is um, all the framework fits stuff that was resolved last season, but not as him. So we just yeah. need to get that quickly resolved. In fact, a lot of thing. In fact, actually episode six was just, Hey, remember Fitz and Simmons problems? Yeah. We're just gonna have to quickly resolve this. And they really did fight like a fucking married couple. Like they oh, were yeah. fucking screaming at each other. And literally in their screaming match, they were talking about how much they love each other. <laughs> Which is like, yeah, y- y'all are a fucking married couple. Even if this version of Fitz never actually married her, who cares? See, here's the thing. Fitz and Simmons' wedding was so great, they had to have it twice. <laughs> Although I don't actually think we're going to be seeing a second wedding. Hey, Phil, uh, Phil Coulson can attend two weddings. Of the same two people. <laughs> you know, I was actually even thinking, I was actually thinking about that when, during episode six, I know I keep mentioning it by the episode number, but like, I was, I was even thinking about it, I was like, oh, hey, they have a wedding. Aw, uh, Phil Coulson won't be there to see it. <laughs> Guess who's wrong? <laughs> yeah, you. You're always wrong. Um, that's not true. I um, okay, Actually, so, that is factually incorrect. Shut the fuck up, Ben Shapiro. Um, according to the evidence, um... All the evidence would imply that Phil Coulson is, in fact, dead. Uh, yeah. So, now I guess we have to ask the question, what happens if the Avengers find out that there is a Phil Coulson LMD running around? And I guess, to be fair, there aren't many of them who would even know who Phil Coulson was. Like, most of them aren't around anymore. I'm pretty sure the only ones that are even around anymore in current day MCU are Thor and Hawkeye. Hawkeye's retired, and Thor is probably going to be retiring soon. So, Avery, I I just want to just say something right here. Um, I feel like we both know there is a very high chance... Of that uh, Phil Robot LMD not surviving um, Season 7. That is very possible, too, yes. Like, I just... Knowing their track record this far... No, I'm I'm placing all my money on Phil Coulson... Um, just not living. And I, and I bet it's going to be in a sacrifice as well. You know... Yeah. Like, probably not at the end of the season, but, like, um, the, um, uh, three-fourths of the way, he has to sacrifice himself for the team. 
Yeah. Light spoiler, I guess. But I know that most of our main crew make it out alive. Like, I know most of the people who, uh... I know a decent chunk of the characters make it through Season 7 and are still alive at the end of the show. To be fair, um, I know that Phil Coulson only has two dates of death. Only two. Yeah. And that's and I'm probably fairly because certain. this new one has a new Wikipedia page. But whatever. Well, a new Marvel Wiki page? Yeah, I know he does. Yeah, yeah that's why I'm sorry. I meant new Marvel Wiki page. Um, I, I actually went to his Wiki page and multiple other characters' Wiki pages. Something interesting I want to point out here is Piper gets a massive role in this season. Like, she's oh, gone yeah, from being finally. an extremely minor character to, I would say, a major character. Uh, she went from a character so minor, when we saw her last season, I had no idea who she was, to pretty major. Yeah. Um, I have no idea if she makes it through to the end of the series, so... She's pretty much the only major character now who I don't know. So, okay, um, we have a side character becoming a main character. Yeah, she's oh, wait. fucking dead. Piper and Deke. Piper and Deke are the two characters I don't know if they survive to the end of the series. My money is on Deke surviving, Piper does not. We'll see. But yeah, uh, speaking of Deke, I really did love, like, when he finally just, like, blew up um, about everything. Like, talking about how he doesn't belong. Uh, his girlfriend's apparently a psychopath. I don't know where where that came from. Of his own grandfather doesn't even like him. Uh, the girl he does like... Thinks he's a fucking loser, which to be fair, he is. <laughs> and it's like. I love how he shut down everybody's assumptions about him. And then like actually does something, takes action. Even if he was reckless. I mean, half, literally half of the characters in this show are reckless. I don't think I would say that, <laughs> but really, yeah. yeah, I really wouldn't. I would say that they ta they calculate risks quite a lot of the time. Really, was the was the risk calculated when um, Daisy just decided to bull on her own to find um, some miracle cure for um, Agent Coulson? Well, what risks even were there, aside from the lighthouse itself being attacked? To be fair, she didn't know about, you know, the lighthouse itself being attacked. But that that's what ended up happening. Yeah, but I and then don't again, there feel was like... like... Okay, I, I actually just remember the, the worst one. Ancient May just destroying their one chance of... Um, 
you know, stopping everything. Just what? outright. What are you talking about? And sorry, I, I'm I'm trying to describe it better, but I can't. Um, last season when um they're like, do we use this um, the scorpion stuff to either um save Colson or defeat um? Oh my God! The you meant centipede. What? You meant centipede. Yeah. Whatever. I. That's what I meant to say. Yeah, like, it it took, but as soon as you said Scorpion, I was like, Scorpion, what the fuck are you talking about? And then you said to save Coulson, and I'm like, wait, what? Oh, Centipede. <laughs> I always forget the name Centipede. Such a but no, word. like, that wouldn't have, that most likely would not have worked, and Coulson wasn't going to take it anyway. And also, um, Daisy just completely, um defiled her mother's grave. What risk was there other than her mother possibly being alive? <laughs> Haunting. We've seen weirder things. I'm I have a saying. feeling that if Daisy ends up getting haunted by her mother, she could just contact someone like Ghost Rider and he would take care of that. I'm sorry. Contact Ghost Rider. Yes. How? Sure she'd find a way. <laughs> what, find some satanic ritual? Maybe. I mean, Maybe. Ghost Rider is a herald of Satan, so... God, now I can imagine it. I'm imagining it now. You're not, you're imagining Daisy performing a satanic ritual to summon Ghost Rider. Yep, and I, I can even imagine like the um, like the little motorcycle just like coming along with him in hell. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't actually, know. no, he didn't have a motorcycle. He just had a regular car. Yeah, no, the motorcycle. Yeah. The motorcycle was in um, the other movies, wasn't it? Yeah, it was in the Nick Cage movie, which... So, Marvel has now confirmed that the Nick Cage Ghost Rider movies are going to be a multiverse story. Oh, okay. So, that's fun. I, I had hoped that would happen. Well, now you can stop hoping. Um, this but is happening. We, yeah, but we still haven't even seen the second one. I mean, it's just one movie. But we'll, we'll get to it. Yeah, I mean, from what I understand, like this isn't even going to be relevant until we get to Avengers Secret Wars, and that's nowhere near close to coming out, so... Um, we've got time. Time for Marvel to acquire the rights and put the movies on Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, I don't know. This is a good season. Uh, is it on the level of season four or five? No. 
I would say it's probably between season three and season four. Yeah, yeah. Remember well, when we said? Remember when we reviewed season four, and we were like, "Fuck yeah!" But this is this is just this is this is the bee's knees. Yeah, like honestly, I would I would say, like you get. If you want to watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., if you're somehow still listening to our episode on this and you haven't gone and watched the show yet, first of all, why? Um, we've given it so many glowing reviews. But if you want to get into <laughs> it, if you want to get into it, I would say seasons one and two are absolutely worth watching. They are good. They just have some pretty major flaws. They aren't something that would... but. They, they are enough to make it, the season. Sorry, season. Um, Agents of Shield is like a roller coaster. You need to get through. You know, the. Um, you know, you're slowly pacing it up. You know, building everything up to get to that. Um, you know, the, to the edge and just ramps off. Into the obscurity known as season four through six. Yeah, I would say season one is overall good. Um, there's just a couple of bad moments. Season two, I would say, is probably the worst season so far. I, I haven't seen season seven, but I can't yeah, imagine. Yeah, no, season seven seasons. could actually just like just totally just pop off. It's like terrible. Yeah, it could, but I mean, at this rate, I doubt it. Season 3 is pretty good. There are some episodes in there that are even great. Like the one with Simmons on the on Maveth. That episode is fantastic. Great A gold. But then you get to season 4 and season 5, where almost every episode is great A gold. Except for pretty much any moment with Cassius in season 5. He sucked. Um, and season 6 is pretty good too. So, I don't know. I would say watch this show if you haven't, um, because it's good. And it's honestly some of the best work I've seen out of any Marvel TV show. I, I, I don't think any of the Phase 4 shows come close to how good this is. Even Loki, I don't think, comes close to how good Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is. The only problem with that um, is that there's one of them has a big bar of entry, and it's not Loki. Well, actually, it could be Loki. Actually, I just realized how much um, you actually need to start watching it. But my point is, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is fucking long. It is. But it, it, I think it's worth the journey. I... I don't know. I don't know if I'd actually like just stick through the entire journey. At least not at this rate. Maybe I like you know be a little bit more slower about it. Yeah, I mean, I imagine you would probably go at your own pace. Um, the only reason we're going through it like this is because we're doing a podcast. Um, but yeah, we're about to hit the end, and then we're going to be jumping straight into Daredevil. So. I guess look forward to that. 
But with all that said, I guess we can get into our ratings now. Why don't you go first? I'm sorry, what? I said, why don't you go first? Alright. Well, I feel like this season is still really good. I don't think it's on the level of seasons four or five, um, both of which I gave nines, uh, somewhere in the nines too. I'll give this an 8.7. 8.5. All right. Well, y'all can join us next week for Cars 3 and The Amazing Spider-Man. And I'm pretty sure the Fucking week after Cars that is three. Ant-Man and the Wasp. No, not Ant-Man and the Wasp. Probably Captain Marvel. I'm not sure. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> but I know y'all have some Marvel stuff going on for... The next couple of weeks. Um, and you can join us next month for Season 7. But anyway, until next time, I've been Avery, that's been Lily, and we will be seeing you.